Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Mayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White. Welcome, everyone, to the Life Tips radio show. September 19th, and we're happy to um, be here with all of you. We've got a couple of uh, interesting guests on the show. Later, we'll be speaking with Susan Payton, who will be talking about her new book, 101 Entrepreneur Tips, or the Life Tips book series. Very excited to have Susan on board with us today. Uh, but w- let me first introduce SEO Shea's Links of the Week. Hi, they're always after me lucky links to have them easier than you think. Stephanie O'Shea will give them away every week on Life Tips Day. So if you dare, take a peek at SEO Shea's awesome links of the week. <laughs> Hello. Stephanie, welcome to the show. What a fabulous intro that is for you. <laughs> I have got a site for you today, Byron. If you want to talk viral marketing, we will talk viral marketing. The site is marryourdaughter.com. It actually now redirects to marryourdaughter.biz, but the original site was marryourdaughter.com. The name alone sends a shiver up your spine. Tell so, us about this, 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 this concept. Let's hope it's a concept. <laughs> All right, so Marry Our Daughter is a place where you can go and you can find listings that parents have put up of their daughters their daughters are all underage, age 13 to 17, and you can marry their daughters for a price, for the bride price. So you can come on here. You could read um, some bios and look at some pictures of some young girls. Um, Kira likes the outdoors, more the, o- more the open air of the beach or the desert than the woods. Um, you know, so some girls are tomboys and some girls are smart and some girls like to cook and some girls are fussy and some girls are nice. And you can marry these girls. You can propose online and marry these girls and pay the bride price to the parents of anywhere from like $25,000, So basically, you can come on here, find a bride that you like, propose, and maybe you'll get a response back. Um, However, it is important to note that this is a hoax. This is a fake. This was a site that was commissioned for viral marketing. Um, So I found a couple of articles online. There was a great one today on MSNBC um, talking about this site. Um, This site is a viral marketing campaign that has only been up for a couple of weeks. It's gotten tons and tons and tons of hits, like 60 million hits since it launched, um, according to this article. And... This site was commissioned by a group of women that were in a support group um, who have had real-life issues dealing with being sold into marriage or um, things along those lines. And they approached this person. Let me find his name, John Ordover. Um, He's a viral marketing consultant, and he came up with the idea of let's create a website where we can put up these fake profiles of girls, very young-looking girls. I'm talking Girl Scout-looking girls put up short bios, we'll put up prices, and we'll invite the users of the site to propose. Um, Then the article goes on to explain that 
thousands of emails are coming in, most by angry people, um, a couple by creepy guys that are actually proposing, and a couple by some parents who decide who have decided that this might be a good path for their daughter. Um, but there are some things to note on the site because first you look at it and you go, is this a real site? Is this even legal? This is disgusting. Um, there are some very good points made in this article. This viral marketing guy is not going to get in trouble because if you explore the site, um, I mean, all the girls are fake, first of all. You can't contact a girl or a family directly. You have to go through him. Um, this person, John, uses a fake name um, to work on the site, so he takes all this correspondence through a fake name, but he never asks for a credit card or a check or anything. He does list prices, but um, he's not, like, he can't get in trouble for phishing, um, for example, because he's not actually accepting any inf um, financial information. Um, and if you explore the site further, you'll find that um, they do give um, information about state laws and, and things like that. So cir uh, circling back, um, this site is supposed to outrage people, and um, there is going to be an official announcement. This site is fake, um, but if you are outraged, use that anger for good and contact your legislators. Here is their contact information. Because right now, people can legally get away with this because, well, um, for example, there are statutory rape laws, there are loopholes, i.e., there are marriage laws. You can, um, in some states, New Hampshire, it says age 13 with parental consent. Um, a girl can get married to a guy. Um, there's also laws about pregnancy, that if you're pregnant, that lowers the age. So if you really want to be with a young, young girl, maybe a young, young guy, um, you can marry them first, and then you're not going to go to jail for it. And that is a loophole that this group of women wants to get rid of. So I think that this is one of the best viral marketing campaigns I have ever seen. So input, Byron? Agree. In the brilliance of the campaigns, uh, this is really powerful. Uh, this is this is really demonstrates the power of social marketing. So who is this individual, and can we get him on the show? Um, I've seen his name in a couple of articles. If I'm seeing his last name correctly, it's John Ordover. And one article says that he is a viral marketing consultant out of Brooklyn. And another article says that his background is really in sci-fi. And I don't know if you've ever heard this, Byron, but um, he was part of another viral marketing campaign um, that actually came back to bite the actress later. Um, it was actually a website called technicalvirgin.com. And just to give you a little bit of a flavor, um, it gave you ideas on how to still have fun um, with your boyfriend or girlfriend while maintaining your virginity, i.e., technically you would still be a virgin. Um, so that was one um, viral marketing campaign he worked on all the way in 2000. And mm. that campaign had an actress in it called Melanie Martinez, and she actually got fired from the Good Night Show on PBS because after they hired her and she started working, they did this background and they found this kind of scandalous um, site. So another good point, the article, some of the articles I've been reading, all the stuff on here is stock photography. Stock photography. So all the pictures of the young girls are all like models or whatnot. They all have fake names. But the question comes in, 
um, were these photos? Was the stock photography used in a responsible manner? Because are these girls going to start getting teased or approached in public because their face is on a web page um, to buy a bride that has been seen by 60 million people? What do you think about that, the responsibility aspect? Boy, I wouldn't want to be John right now, I can tell you that. Um, uh, um, I think, number one, it, it, the other interesting issue here is, is who is legally responsible for a situation like that? Is it the, the, um, this group of women that the campaign was built for, or is it the viral marketing specialist? that was hired and contracted to perform the, the, uh, the campaign, to, to complete the campaign. And I think without a reasonable doubt, it has to be John. It has to be the creator of, of, of the campaign. It needs to be held responsible for any, any such uh, claims. Um, but, uh, but, you know, this to me is just hitting the nail on the head. I hope the people that are either trying, that are the real people that are trying to sell their daughters and or buy such young women are prosecuted, don't you? I mean, can they be prosecuted? This is another interesting aspect of this campaign. So, so many aspects of this campaign are fascinating. Could they be prosecuted? Um, well, first you'd have to find out who they are because if they're only applying through the form on the site, i.e. email, um, by the way, all the email gets dumped into a Gmail account. The, um, the MSN article is actually done by Newsweek, so Newsweek got a hold of this Gmail account. And most of it is angry emails, but in order to prosecute someone, you'd have to first find out who they are, um, and secondly, you'd have to um, find out if, you know, they can always say, oh, it was a joke, it was a joke. I, your site is a joke, and I had a joke entry to it. Um, and you could also say it's entrapment, maybe. I mean, I'm trying to come up with ways to, you know, defend these people. I don't really want to defend them, but um, if you're really going to prosecute someone, you know, there are steps you have to take, and I don't imagine anyone getting in trouble over this as far as proposing to a bride. Hmm. Well, there are age issues, though. I mean, if you're pursuing... Uh, you know, a minor, which is really what's going on here, um, that is illegal. Yes, it is illegal. However, as we are learning that there are loopholes, and this is a loophole site. Welcome. Mm. We have a loophole. It's called marriage. That's what they're mm -hmm. saying, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not technically illegal um, because all, there's all these links off to state laws. If you want to get away with it and do it the right way and go through the loophole, I think a person could do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think the legality, the legality aspect is whether an actual proposal went through. If there was a proposal, then I believe there would be grounds for action. An um, actual proposal. If, if, if someone actually did accept a proposal for marriage, then there would be a contractual agreement <laughs> which would be cause for legal issues. Anyway, it's it's fascinating. Anyway, anyway you slice it it's fascinating and I'm mm -hmm. and I'm sure I mean this has already hit the major you know, let's not even talk about blogs, let's just talk about major news sites. So then it's gonna hit the T V news and then everyone's gonna know about it and then we'll hear about the fallout I'm sure if there is fallout. 
Here's one of the interesting things about a, a, an effective viral marketing campaign. Now, this is this is this is uh, this is effective. This is causing attention, but we really don't yet know who these group who this group of women really is. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And 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 is that a prerequisite for viral marketing campaigns? We need to ask ourselves: Does the campaign itself need to be independent of the marketer? What are your thoughts on that, having looked at a lot of different marketing campaigns? So viral marketing, the way that you and I look at it most, we are trying to create a conversion. We are trying to create a sale or a sign-up. This group, they're not after money. They're after, um, they want to make people aware of it. They want to create awareness and maybe create action, um, maybe make this the hot topic of the next election. You You know, that's what they're going after. So... They don't need to have their names out there necessarily because they don't, you know, it's, they're they're taking a hit for the team. They're they're trying to bring an issue to the forefront. They're not trying to do a viral marketing campaign that says our sneakers are the best. Buy them here. Here we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we'll have some exciting news next week. One of our clients has, has worked on a, on a viral marketing campaign that we'll release to the audience next week. Um, and uh, so we'll, we'll we'll show you uh, an example of a campaign that was uh, was uh, created for uh, one of our clients. So, yeah. but uh, let's take a break now. This is a fantastic website, um, SEO Shea. Thanks for the great link. Let's take welcome. a break. <laughs> let's take a break. We'll be right back at you. Life tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah, I get all my information online. (laughs) I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. (laughs) Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Wow, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to RevenueToday.com. Mr. Scott, I can't get any more information onto our website. I'm doing the best I can, Captain. There's no more room on the server. It's going to blow. Evaluation, Mr. Scott. The logical answer is Luna Pages. Reputation, reliability, and legendary 24-7 support makes Luna Pages the host to cling on to. Did you say cling on? Aye, Captain. Sign up at LunarPages.com and get $700 off coffee cup software absolutely free. If you call, they will answer. Luna Pages it is. Beam us aboard, Mr. Scott. For out-of-this-world web hosting, Lunar Rocks. Sign up for web hosting with LunarPages.com and use coupon code LUNATICS to get $28 off. Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound, while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com. 
Tom today. Brady residents. Hi, this is Mark with WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm calling to talk to you about affiliate marketing. Look at where they are nowadays. You can't hear the words well enough to understand that what you would have heard is something you wouldn't have understood anyway. I agree. That's why on Wednesdays at 12 noon Eastern, we bring you Affiliate Thing, the grooviest affiliate marketing radio show on the web. Wow! Boy, groovy. Wow. All right. Wait a minute. Who else is on this line? Jan Brady. Hi, Jan. We're saying too bad she's a loser. A loser? Yeah. That's exactly what I am, a born loser. Oh, well, don't say that. You've got to have confidence in yourself. I do have confidence. I'm confident that I'm a no-talent loser. Well, if you want to build your confidence, then log on to webmasterradio.fm every Wednesday at noon for Affiliate Thing with Sean Collins and Lisa Piccarelli. And you'll be as smart as your sister, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! I hope you've learned something from all of this. Yes, that Webmaster Radio is the destination for education and entertainment. You are the grooviest. Wow, you can ride my range anytime. Um, uh, no thanks. Uh, I really got to go now. Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. Webmasterradio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Welcome back, everyone. You're here today with uh, with a guest, Susan Payton. Susan, welcome. Thank you, Byron. Thanks for having me back. Pleasure. Tell us about 101 Entrepreneur Tips. Okay, that's a book that I published a few months ago with you guys. Um, it's just basically tips for the entrepreneur. We've got tips on, on marketing, management, finance, pretty much everything that an entrepreneur needs to know to get started and even to grow their business. Now, tell us a little bit about the challenges and the new challenges uh, that face the entrepreneurs of the world financing. Um, is it hard to secure loans these days? What's going on out there in the space? I think it just takes research. Um, there are a lot of great resources available um, that provide loans for small businesses from private private banks, the SBA, other organizations as well. So it's just a matter of, of doing your homework and, and knowing where to look for the loans. Now, what are the hot businesses out there, in your opinion? Um, and, of course, we're talking with webmasters <laughs> as our target audience here for people listening in on the show, but... Have you do, you do you have your ear to the ground with with hot businesses that are that are really uh, doing well? I think blogs are doing amazingly right now. Um, I know several people who started blogging much like I have and have ended up giving up any other sort of businesses because their blogs have become so popular um, because they're providing, you know, as you know, the the revenue stream coming from affiliate marketing, coming from ads, and you know other other business partnerships that they're creating with other businesses. And any thoughts on growing a blog and growing it to monstrous success? What, any, any, any secrets or hints with that particular business? I'm still trying to uncover them for my own blog, but um, <laughs> I think making connections with other bloggers for me has been tremendous. Uh, my blog, eggmarketingblog.com, has grown its, its uh, readership because I've been connecting with other bloggers and sort of bouncing ideas off of them and working with them. So really networking, excuse me, networking with other bloggers is important. Um, Keeping on the latest trends as far as technology, knowing you know what tools you can use to get your blog 
into you know the blogosphere, so to speak. Um, just any resources you can do to self-promote um, and just advertising in you know, any way you can. And, and let's talk about advertising and promotion a little bit. Um, you know, do you, do you have any secrets there and tips and advice that you could pass on about creative ways to advertise on a shoestring budget? As far as blogs or just in general? Um, in general, really. We did a lovely tip number 36 that talked about free advertising through article writing, for example, and I think you have some other ideas in the book. Right. Well, article writing is one that I recommend because it establishes um, you know, an individual or a business as an expert in their field. So there are dozens, if not you know, hundreds of websites where you can submit articles for free, and what that does is gets you readership and also increases your search engine optimization. So if you are, say, like I am, a, a guru and also marketing, you know, I write articles on marketing, and that gets people that go to, say, um, what are some of the sites? Idea Marketer is one that I use and associated content. People that read on those sites find me and may find my business that way. So that's sort of free advertising because you have the opportunity to you know, talk about yourself at the end, your company, put in some links. So that helps get you on the search engines and help new, new people find your business. Um, another idea, press releases, well, they're, they're not always free, but writing them effectively can get you, again, boosting up the, the search engine rankings and getting any kind of news you have out there. So if you've got a new business or a website launch, you can promote it through a press release. Now, tell us a little bit about the, the type of personality characteristics that you typically see in successful entrepreneurs. Do you have any generalizations about that? Mm, type Are they all eclectic and strange like me? Are they strange? Uh, I was going to say type A personalities, definitely. Um, I, I think the, the most successful entrepreneurs are those that are not afraid of change. It's, it's very difficult when you start a business to really accept that it's, it's always going to be turning and changing and, and developing, but being able to embrace that and kind of ride the wave is really what separates those that succeed from those that don't. Um, you know, there's there's so much information available today, and you have to stay on that wave of, of what is the latest in, in innovation and technology and resources and marketing, and that's what separates those from the competition, I think. Hmm. Tell me about some some interesting websites that have been great resources for you and all of your entrepreneurial endeavors. Okay. As far as websites, um, going back to blogs, I read lots of blogs. I read blogs on blogging. I read blogs on marketing, on being an entrepreneur. Um, other websites I like are entrepreneur.com, and they have a new offshoot called womenentrepreneur.com that obviously caters to females that are in business for themselves, and that's a great site. Um, there are also online networking websites like HBWM, that's homebasedworkingmothers.com. Um, that, that offers a, a great support group for women who work from home, They've got articles, listservs, and other resources to help people out. Uh, and there's a lot of forums that I go to, like EvanCarmichael.com is a good one for entrepreneurs, and they've got you know um, Tim Ferriss and Jack Canfield and all these amazing people giving advice uh, to to the audience. That's a that's another good site. Is it me, or do I feel like there are a lot of people out there that are uh, sort of um trying to ride the wave of giving advice to entrepreneurs and making money giving advice to entrepreneurs? Are there I, too I many of those folks out there, you think? Well, it, it depends on the, on the end user. You know, if the information is useful, I may not even know that they're making money from that, but if it's, 
information that I can use as, as a consumer, as an entrepreneur, it's worth it to me. Now, if it's something that I've found a million other places and I have to pay for it, you know, it, it becomes a little less useful. But uh, to me, if, if the people are passionate about it, I mean, I obviously am passionate about talking about entrepreneurship and, you know, I wrote the book and I, I talk to people about it every day. So it just depends on the motivation. Maybe that's sometimes hard to discern from the outside. The book is great. It, it, I have it in front of me, and I'm just flipping through it. And the headlines alone sort of spark immediate, uh, you know, uh, questions that I would love to ask you. Tell me a little bit about uh, podcasting and your thoughts on that. You've got a great tip in here about about how to use podcasting. <laughs> Which page is that? <laughs> here, I'll show you. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's been a while since I read my own book. <laughs> uh, here, I, oh, I've got it right here. Podcasting is something that, unfortunately, I don't. I haven't spent as much time researching as I probably should have. But it's a great source, just like blogs, to establish yourself as an expert and provide a different medium. Where blogs and websites are reading, you've got the audio going on with podcasts, and so people have the opportunity to listen to them on their computer or download them to their their MP3 players and listen to them while they're you know working out or at the gym. Uh, so it's it's sort of a three dimensional product. You know, it's something a little bit different and it stands out. And I think we're going to see a lot more use and implementation of, of podcasts in the future. How has being an author, a published author, helped you uh, in, in your overall experience? I think it's established me as more of an expert as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I have Egg Marketing and Public Relations as my company. And I think a lot of people that are looking to hire us feel very comfortable when they go to my website and see that I've written a book. Now, obviously, I'm intelligent if I've written a book, right? <laughs> I don't tell them almost anybody could write a book if they knew what to do. But, <laughs> but it, does, it does help people feel more comfortable. And a lot of my, my clients are small businesses and entrepreneurs. So I see them buying the book and coming back to me and saying, wow, that was a really great resource. Authors, of, of course, are authorities. Um, the derivative of, of author. Has, was writing this book a, a really an interesting uh, process for you to become the authority and really force yourself to learn things about yourself and, and as well as the overall topic? Absolutely. I, I think I may not have felt like an expert before I wrote the book as much as after. And a lot of the book came from mistakes that I've made, in fact. Um, because, of course, you know, I'm not perfect and I've made many mistakes in my business, but with this book I was able to say, don't do this, do this instead, because I've already gone down the, the wrong path, so I want the readers to you know, make the right decision in, in a lot of the things that they will come across as entrepreneurs. Survey the mistakes that either you've made or you've known entrepreneurs uh, have made over the years. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you think people make? I think the number one mistake is not having a business and marketing plan. Um, I'm even guilty of that, but people, business owners tend to work, and you've probably heard this a million times, in your business instead of on the business. And I think not looking for the bigger picture is, is a huge mistake, and it's of the utmost importance, I believe, to, to lay out you know, the next month, six months, year, five years. And even if you just kind of squirrel that away for later, it's there and you have a strategy and you have an idea of what you want your business to look like. And a lot of businesses, I think, are just sort of in the moment and saying, well, we've got some money now, so let's do some advertising. And then three months from now, that wasn't the effective thing to do, and so they don't properly plan ahead. Can, can you give the audience a, a uh, or the listeners a some quick, easy examples to, if you will, establish and set some goals 
there would be a, a, a quick fix business or marketing plan strategy? Yeah, I, you know, I don't think marketing plans have to be 20 pages long. Um, I think just thinking about what what your goals are, and that can be financial. You know, you want to hit X amount of dollars by the end of the year, um, or, you know, you want to grow your business, you want to add three new employees by the end of the year. Just thinking in simple terms of what you want to do and then list out some action steps on how to get there. So, for instance, if you want to make, you know, X amount of money, you need to make, you know, get five new clients in quarter one, quarter two, you know, lay out how you will achieve each goal and, and keep referring back to that. You know, I have in my calendar every month to go back to my plan and see where I am, and it often changes. And, and it's it's important to not keep it stagnant and to always go back and update it and refresh it with the new information and wherever your business is headed. Do you recommend any software and or technology or web-based uh, solutions that can help you manage the business and or uh, manage your goals and, 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 and track and, and those goals against performance? You know what? I'm really low-key. I mean, I keep everything in, in Word documents or um, spreadsheets, and then, of course, my Outlook you know, helps me tremendously with um, putting everything on a calendar, making sure that I'm following up when I need to. I have task lists that keep me on task. Uh, but no, not, not any special software for, for that sort of thing. There probably are a lot of great programs out there that I should be using, but I need to research that. Now, one of my favorite t- tips that I've that I've had a chance to browse over was something called change is good, and being cognizant of the fact that your customer's temperature, if you will, may be changing, and your level of customer service, your your bit may, may may need improvement and or revision. Um, your entire business model can can change, especially in the internet world, as as uh, as, as needs change and different competition spurts up. What are your thoughts on change and your tolerance for change and how critical it is to be to be uh, flexible, if you will? It's imperative. You know, I have always felt like I was pretty quick to accept change, but, you know, you have to, you have to be as sharp as possible. And I think staying on top of the information that's out there for your industry, for any kind of promotion or marketing that's available, is what is going to separate you from the rest. And there are so many companies that sort of get stuck in their old ways and say, well, this has worked in the past, but are ignoring, especially in marketing, what I call marketing 2.0, which is using the Internet for you know, the blogs, the newsletters, the forums. All of that is going to be replacing things like billboards and yellow pages ads and things like that. So the businesses that aren't accepting the fact that we're going to be moving into more of a technological-driven society are going to be the ones that fall behind. Do you, do you ever worry that there's going to be a migration of too many entrepreneurs trying to chase too few dollars of of uh, of the of the of the world economy is is there such thing as an overabundance of entrepreneurs in the world I, I don't think so because not all of them will succeed and the ones that will succeed their skills will be sharpened as a result of having to compete with more um, in their industry so i think that it's only going to make all entrepreneurs stronger and better for for having to learn how to deal with competitors. If a reader reads all 101 of your tips and executes them to perfection, can you guarantee they'll be a successful entrepreneur? I can't guarantee that because I think it's also internal. And like we talked about, that that personality, you know, there are certain characteristics that I think are imperative. And it's not simply a, a formula. You know, if you do step A and B and C, then you'll be a success. 
Um, it's, it's how much you want to succeed, how much you're willing to put into your business and go beyond what even the instruction manual says. How much is it the idea itself versus the characteristics and the and the and the the planning and the strategy of of the entrepreneur itself? Um, I'm not sure I understand. So, do you think the idea for your business needs to be the centerpiece of the solution, rather than just the execution of your strategy to turn that into a business? I think it's more of the execution because it's it's not necessary that you have. A, a business that doesn't exist anywhere else on the planet. You know, I, I have a marketing company. There are a dime a dozen. But it's how you execute that strategy and how you do it differently from anyone else that will, in the end, ensure that you will be a success. Well, listen, how can readers get a hold of you? We really enjoyed having you on the show today. How can people get a hold of you with any questions or any, any, uh, any personal tips or advice they may need, both with their business and or their entrepreneurial uh, adventure? They can visit me at either my company's website, which is eggmarketingpr.com, or our blog, which is eggmarketingblog.com, and there's contact information available there as well as other resources. Susan, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks so much, Byron. I appreciate it. Right on. We'll be back next week, everybody. Same time, same place. Look forward to uh, an opportunity to share with you a viral marketing idea that one of our clients are launching next week, and um, we will be excited to, uh, to chime in with everyone again. Thanks again for listening.